Welcome to the Pretty Red ENT Show. It's your girl, Goddess Nikita, aka Pretty Red ENT. I know I came on here and I said in my last episode I was going to talk about, you know, how it's going to feel with this Mercury retrograde coming out. But I got a little twist. I got like, I'm going on a rant today because this is what happened. I just realized and noticed some things, okay? And I want to make sure I. I talk to people about it because it doesn't make any sense, okay? So today I walked into school and I'm, I remember yesterday, well, actually Tuesday when I went to school, I'm like, man, and, and they have the parking garage open and they are charging $5 a park. I thought to myself, you mean to tell me with all these fees you charge, a technology fee, a fee for this, a, a fee for the teacher, a, a fee for the class. You mean to tell me that you couldn't add a parking fee in there? I feel like we shouldn't have to pay to park to go to school. I don't know why people that's native to this land, like myself and my family and black people in general or people of color, why we got to pay for school? If y'all was killing people to learn how to read, why we got to pay for school, okay? This is something that never made sense to me. Even, like, education in general. Like, even if you white, like, I don't care what race you are. I don't feel like we should have to pay to go to school. Why? Why are we paying to go to school for? Doesn't make any sense. And so I feel like at some point we don't pay enough taxes for... The schooling to get paid for it to be free? I'm confused on what's really going on. And so when you start noticing things like that, you're like, what? Like, I still don't even understand, guys. Like, why I got to pay to go to school for something that I do a very good job at? I remember I'm going to school for psychology, okay, guys? I remember I went to my counselor. I got a counselor maybe a few years ago. I had a situation that popped up with, like, one of my best friends, and I ain't know who to talk to because I feel like each one of my best friends, even though they say they don't like the other friend, they all talk, and I test the spirit by the spirit. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I'm talking to somebody. I definitely test the spirit by the spirit um, a few years back. I said something to one best friend to see if they're communicating with any other friends in my circle. I said something, and it was like, I know that this best friend is the only person that will know this information. When I tell you six months went by and, and all the friends knew that one information I told, I say, okay, so you're a leak. But you told me you didn't like this friend and you wanted to fight her. So I think that was y'all a front. Man, make a long story short. So I went through each one of my friends and I said something different. Out of all of my best friends, I had five best friends at that moment. Only one of them was solid. People were like, what? And the one that was solid surprised me. I was like, oh. Hmm. I thought you was the one to talk it, but I guess you're not. You're like, I don't really care. Like, you know, but I always tell people that, like, sometimes you got to test the spirit by the serious spirit to, to see who actually really talking. That's an example of. You know, testing spirit by spirit, but, mm, you know, 
That's all I can say. Like, mm. But um, I don't, I don't, I really don't have that problem anymore. I really don't deal with people who, um, you know, to me, I'm open. So if I tell something to a friend, what, even if it was back in the day, and they told something to another friend, I wouldn't care because I was always open. But what it really helped me see was someone's real true colors. People don't understand that. Like, I always pay attention to certain things. And um, here's what I will say, and I want to make sure that y'all get this clear cut. And I don't know what this, why am I targeting this friend thing early in the day? I don't know why. But when it comes to like friends and people you associate with, sometimes you need to sit back to see what kind of friend they are. People are like, what you mean by that? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. Little shots fired. You got to know what kind of friend you got in your circle. And I remember when I was in VA and I ain't have no friends and I was on this dating app, Tinder, actually, like, you know, Tinder, like a little sex app, y'all call it, but I actually got on Tinder because I wanted to like meet new people. And it was like kind of hard for me to meet people in VA, but then it wasn't um, due to my situation. But I got on Tinder and I started like really dating and I met this Jamaican and he was telling me his story, talking about he's from Kingston. He barely made it out. The gang um, captured his brother. And his brother and his dad was like, nah, you got to leave. They already got your brother. Like, you got to get out. So whatever happened, his dad said of enough cash, got, his, his, got him out of there. And I got to say that was an amazing story for me because the things he taught me how to survive Virginia. It's crazy. I got to... <laughs> <laughs> I got to say that the story he taught me to say to how to survive Virginia. He said, when I came to VA, I kind of, you know, thought like people were friendly just and that. And um, he said, here's my one advice for you. He said, if you have a friend here and if you have like, you got like three or four or five friends in VA, he said, here's what you need to do. You need to call them at like two o'clock in the morning. Tell them like some crazy random story and see which friend gets up to help you. That's your friend you keep for life. Because if they don't get up at two in the morning to be like, you know what? You, I ain't coming outside to help you. And, I, and he, he right. I will honestly say he right. And what I told him was, I said, you know what? I do that back at home. That's funny. You, you do that. I did that back at home. Um, one day I remember I called uh <laughs> I called my BFF. Y'all, y'all gonna get weak. Hold on. <laughs> my BFF love to fight. When I say fight, she there. Like before I <laughs> she right there. Like, dang, like what you just pulled? What you ride on a magic carpet or something? Like you come over here. Well, I just thought you was gonna say fight, so I came over here. And I remember I called each one of my best friends. And I was like, man, it was like two, three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, man, some crazy stuff happened, bro. Like, um, this girl and her friends tried to jay me, like, and, and you know, like, I knocked out somebody and chip, chip, chip. Cause that's hypothetically how the fights typically go. And so, make a little story short, my BFF, when I called her at two in the morning, she like, all right, give me a second, let me call my mama. My mama gonna come get the kids. And I was like, hold on, hold on, call your mama. I was just seeing if he was going to get up with me. She's like, don't play with me. 
you know, I'm always ready to fight, but don't play with me about you. I ain't, I ain't got time. And then I was like, you know what? I thank you and I appreciate you uh, for doing that and coming out and, uh, you know. But that helped me know that, like, at any random time, if I really need her, she going to come through. Like, when it comes to, like, hey, you know, I, I need a backup person when it comes to fighting and stuff. And so I always was her backup person, too. And so it, it, it's an amazing thing, but I'm not really... I can't say I'm not really a fighter, guys. And people don't understand, like, what's a fighter and who's a fighter and who's not. Like, I'm not a fighter for real. I don't like fighting. Can I fight? I definitely can. I have freestyle on you. But I don't like to fight. I'm just not that type of person. I don't, I'd rather love on you. And I'd rather say, you got it. You think you could beat me? You already won. So just tell people you, me and you fought and you won. I remember I told some girl that. I said, you want to fight me? I don't want to fight you. Um, it's not because I'm like scared of you. Cause that's not the problem. Cause half the time when we used to back in the day, we used to like, you know, fight people. People used to be like, Oh, well you scared. Cause you don't want to fight. No, I'm scared to go to jail. Okay. And people understand it. I'm scared to go to jail. Like, you take a risk. Any time that you fight, you take a risk of the police showing up. I'm not going to jail for something that I feel like is not justifiable. Like, it has to, I have to stand on this fight. Like, okay, is this justifiable? Do it, would I stand on this fight? Like, if it's something like petty where, you know, we just fighting just because you ain't having a good day. Like, nah, I ain't about to do that. I ain't about to get down. I'm not about to waste my time. Do what you need to do. And we'll move on. So, talking to people who, you know, like, who who are fighters. I want to tell y'all something. Aries people are naturally fighters. They be ready. And people be like, well, I don't think you are Aries because you ain't ready. I never said I wasn't ready. What I said was, I choose not to fight. It's not that, hold on. It's not that, it's not that I don't choose to fight or I can't fight. It's just I choose to be the love I want to receive at all times. I don't like the harm woman. That's never been my case every time I remember anytime and this is me keeping it real with y'all and I ain't gonna lie to y'all y'all know I don't perp this is being real this is the realest stuff I've ever spoke and this is gonna be some real talk any fight I have ever been into from the time I was little until I was grown Anytime I ever fought someone and it was a woman, I always cried. People don't understand that. They'd be like, why you cry for? Because I am Mother Earth. That's why I cried. People are like, well, like, yeah, I cried because I knew it was wrong in my spirit and my soul, but I had to protect myself because I ain't about to let you. I'm an Aries. I ain't about to let you freestyle on my face. That's just not how that's going to work. I ain't about to go. But I just didn't like it. I didn't even understand when, because most people don't understand in the black community, your first fight with your cousins, say I'm lying, or your brothers and sisters, 
Say I'm lying. I want somebody to say I'm lying. Please comment on my stuff. Please comment on TikTok. If you say I'm lying, you you know you purping. I don't know what goes on in um in any culture besides my culture, okay? But in the black culture, the one of the first fights you have is from either your brothers or sisters or from your cousins. You literally fighting. Like, and I remember fighting my cousins. Y'all got to understand something. And I love my peoples. Don't ever, 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 like, get it twisted. And I disrespectfully and respectfully say that. I don't care if you know me and my cousins is dead beefing. Do not, and especially my mama said, do not get in the middle of that. Because at any moment, we will definitely hit a switch. And you'll be like, what just happened? I thought you was out down for fighting your peoples. My cousin be like, bruh, you done lied and made something. My boss back the taste out your mouth all about my peoples. But no, nah, all jokes aside, but I remember every time I used to um, fight my cousins and when I did have fights, I used to cry right after people like, man, you soft. Like, and I'm like, but I want it ain't about that. It's about I really ain't want to do that. I don't feel like this is right. Part of me never felt this was right, bro. And I'm a diehard feminist. And so I never really thought that was right. But is that the art of survival in some cultures? Yeah. In a black community? Yeah. I remember um, in the summer times, I used to be with my grandma. And if you know anything about Lincoln Heights, you know what I'm talking about. And I remember we were at a center. That's the court over from Love Court. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. And um, they was like, you know, everybody down here got to fight. You got to fight to prove who you who you are. Like, and I'm like, why I got to fight for? Why we just can't be friends? Why can't you be my friend without me having to prove who I am? Like, I don't want to fight you. I don't. I don't like that. Like, I just want to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to play with people who look like me. I'm constantly by myself because white people don't want to play with me i live in an area where i'm the only black person out there they don't want to play with me because i'm black and i get around people who look and resonate with me all your hair texture is the same as mine your skin color is either the same color as mine but i know you identify as black and i identify as black so we the same to me we the same no matter what color skin color we are we're still the same and people be like what like yes this is my experience. I can't talk about your experience. I don't even talk about mine. But they, people will always be like, well, I want you to fight. I'm like, I don't like that. And then people used to be like, man, you're, you're a little madman when I, when I did like fight. And they'd be like, you know, you look crazy. I don't think we're going to let you fight because you look crazy. But I'm like, I never wanted to fight. I don't want to prove myself to you. Who are you? And I remember I used to say that all the time. I used to be in areas where for you to even play with kids, you got to fight to play with kids. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't like that. But when I was real little, I remember I stayed in English Woods. And um, I remember one day my cousin, uh, Nisha, came and got me. And she's like, man, there's this girl down here playing with me, bro. Because I used to be a lot taller than a lot of my cousins. And so if you know me, you know I'm really a tall female. Most people don't believe that. They're like, what? Like, you look kind of short in your pictures. I'm not. I got out that car looking like a giant. 
And um <laughs> Don't lie. And my cousin at, at a very young age, I remember my cousin calling me outside, like, hey, come fight this girl. Came outside, scraped her. But I went back in the house. And people be like, as an Aries, they be like, well, why you went outside? I'd be like, man, I now understand why I wasn't outside because half of me a Virgo. And I'm like, you yeah, know, I just want to be in the house. I, ain't, I don't feel like dealing with that. Like, guys, the purpose of me telling y'all that story is to tell you sometimes you need to honor yourself and honor the inner you. If you know you're not supposed to be doing something, then don't do it. Don't do it because people want you to do it. Stand up for what's right. And I remember I told them kids at the center, like, I'm not about to fight none of y'all. And then I remember we played kickball. And they was like, well, if we win kickball, you ain't got to fight. If you lose, then you got to fight. And I remember we won that game. And it was like, the people who really knew how to play kickball we're all on the opposite side of the team. And the people who really didn't know how to play, which was, I can't say I didn't necessarily know how to play because my grandma, we played kickball all the time up there at my grandma's house on the next court over, but I knew how to play kickball. And so they underestimated me. And when I tell you I was catching that ball, boom, throwing it ah, out of there, out, 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 kicking that ball up, out of here, do a home run. We were winning to the point where it was like the score had to be like 20, 20 to like two. And I'm like, see, to me, that was spirit. Even me looking back on it now, that was spirit letting me know like, that ain't what I came here for. I came here to set change. Anywhere I go, I set a change. And that's okay. Sometimes you have to be the change you want to see. If you know something ain't right in your heart, don't go along with it. I want to tell people that, like, don't go along with it. And it's okay if you don't go along with it because that means you're doing what, you, what you're supposed to be doing. Don't never feel like by you doing something everybody else is doing, it's, it's meant to be. Because that's not what life is about. I'm telling y'all, I'm here to tell my side of the story, like, this is the one thing I think growing up that really, when I went on my healing journey, that really hurt me and most people never really knew. I said, man, I had to fight my cousins. Do you understand how that feel? People who, in my DNA, my bloodline, people I know for a fact belong to me. I be, we all are together. We belong together. <laughs> I had to fight them. And I cried. I remember I cried for like two weeks straight. Nobody, if my family listens to this, they probably will be like, I never knew that. Like, bro, as a little kid, I sat down and cried. And... I never really understood why I had to fight my family members. I never really did. It really threw me off. And so I would tell people at all times, like, if you know as a kid that when you start to do that inner child healing, <laughs> people don't understand. That inner child healing, woo, <laughs> woo, hold on, woo. 
that inner child healing that's deep because a lot of people don't know how to do that and they don't know really how to like target some areas but that's one thing that really bothers me as a child like I'm like man now are there some benefits to this yeah like I got to say I, I, I got really good at fighting and then my cousin, me and my cousin we used to fight all the time. And so I ended up fighting her and then I beat her up. I had to fight her sister, beat her up. Then they started jumping me and then I had to fight the brother too. So then I'm like, dang. And it was kind of crazy because we just all fighting and I'm trying to figure out like why to like, and now I can see why, because sometimes this is set in DNA. Some, sometimes you come to heal things. You feel me? And I remember it became a point to, like, when I fought people outside of my family, it was over. Like, I did them a lot worse than I did family. And I used to apologize to people I had fights with because I'm like, I never really wanted to fight you. Half the time, it's, it's me defending myself. People don't understand that. I never negotiated a fight. Any fight that I negotiated never happened, okay? Got to say that. And anybody who know me know that's a, that ain't a lie. Because I don't been on the block before. We have been fighting on the block before. Any fight we negotiated never went down. I, if I negotiated, it never went down. Uh, but I have fought before. So it's not saying that, that I ain't never fought something because I started it. I only had fights because I was defending myself. Real talk. But... Every single time I really felt bad and people never really understood because I know this is not how women are supposed to operate. We are not supposed to hit each other. We are supposed to be loving on each other and, and making us feel better. And to be honest with y'all, fighting with family ain't cool. There's no way you should be teaching your kids to go over your cousin because go over at another cousin house and fight each other. My little cousins can't come to my house. And fight. You cannot come to my house and fight each other. My God kids know you can't do that. And please believe I got five God kids. And they all love me. They all know me. And they know I do not play that. You will not come here. You will not fight. I don't care how you raise. But you won't come over my house and do that. Because I don't like that. And I will not tolerate that from anybody. And so when you say that. And you're listening to people talk. They're like, well, well, what makes you feel that way? I'm telling y'all, every single time I had fought someone, I have a cry afterwards. And it was like, because it really hurt me to have to sit up here and defend myself. I didn't understand why. Why did I have to do this? To this day, I still don't understand why. And so... Doing that healing made me understand a little bit more about myself and my purpose, about like how I'm supposed to change stuff because I don't like that. I can't tolerate that. Like, you know, when I have more kids, my kids will not be fighting. If I know that you teach your kids to fight, they will not go over your house by themselves. I don't want my kids to experience that. And that's okay. That's my choice. That's not yours. That's mine. 
But guys, like you got to make sure you understand, like when you targeted inner child healing, targeted with love. Like I remember I went to do like, what did I need to be successful? What did I need as a child to hear? Uh, did I need an adult present? Because granted, there was adults present. I remember at one point in time, like, um, there was an adult present. And she would make me and my cousin fight. And sometimes when you talking to certain family members, they're like, oh, that never happened. Yes, it did. Stop lying. This is my story. Maybe you trying to take up for the person who it is that had us fighting. But that happened. She was there. Like, all the way right there. And it's so crazy because you, I don't want to go too much in details, but it's crazy for real, for real. Cause sometimes whoever the popular person is in a family. And if you was to expose this person, they'd be like, Oh, that didn't happen. Like, yes, it did. I don't care who you are. If it's my story and I'm doing healing work, you did it. A lot of people want to be mad. Like, no, if this person touched me, they touched me. It's my story. You can't tell me it didn't happen because this is your brother. I don't care. He could be popular or not, but if it happened, it happened all day and tomorrow, bro. Like, he touched me. I had to heal from that. And I'm, it's okay. And people don't understand that. It's okay to speak your truth and acknowledge you. But one of the things I tackled when it came to inner child healing, because when I went... And I tried to find a younger me. She was stuck right there in that moment. You know, when it comes to like early childhood memorization, I remember the place I was at and I was sitting there and I was crying. I'm like, I don't understand why I have to fight them. This doesn't make any sense. I love my family. I don't, I don't want to fight them. I don't want to fight my cousin because I'm light skinned. I don't want to fight my cousin because my eyes change color. I don't want to fight my cousin because my hair is long. I don't want to fight my cousin because, granted, she feel I'm not mixed. So now she want to fight because I'm black. Like, nah, I don't want to do that. I just want to love you. Let's play. Let's play. When I'm actually want to play, y'all don't want to play. Y'all want to fight. I ain't got time. But this is my story. But I didn't, this didn't happen at all, all my family members' houses, guys, like growing up. Uh-uh. Got to say that. Like, because whenever I went around, you know, my sister, and if you know the person I call my sister, that's that's Tosh. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my baby. Like, real talk. When I say I love Tasha, despite anything that might happen or whatever, like, that's my baby. Like, real talk. Like, I remember as a little kid, Tasha knew that people were doing stuff wrong with me, um, doing stuff wrong to me. And she always used to protect me. Like I was like her baby before she had kids. I was her kid. And she used to always walk me up to school to high no. Um, but she always used to do my hair. And so when people talk about hair, my sister be like, ah, I am the reason why she has carpal tunnel guys like in her hands. Uh, please believe my hair was long and it went past my butt. And my sister used to sit up there and do my hair all the time. But she treated me like really like her baby for real. And Tasha used to be like, you know, whenever I was around her, she ain't let nobody harm me. I don't care who you are, whether you her blood cousin, 
whether you was her brother, sister, she would not let you harm me. She treated me literally like I was her child. Like, literally. <laughs> like, no, for real, she did. And the one thing my sister told me, she was like, listen, she's like, people not going to like you just because you like skin. And that's Okay. But you are beautiful and never let somebody change who you are on the inside. And to this day, I at any time like I might be feeling sad in the inside. Sometimes I'll be hearing her talk to me like, Hita, get up. Don't let nobody get you down. I don't care who it is. And if I was to call my sister, because that's like my baby for real, I call her, I'd be like, ah, such and such. She'd be like, who? What? When? Where? How? All right, I'll call you back. And she'd have a whole conversation with them like, don't do my sister like that. I don't care what's going on. My sister ain't like that. But I'm definitely with the action. But you ain't going to do my sister like that. I don't care what's going on. Like, I don't care. I'll stand on whatever she said because I know whatever she doing, she stood on that. So I'm behind her. So I like to like, you know, just shout out to uh, Tosh for always being there. Uh, when I really needed someone to actually just love me for me. Like whether whether or not, like we I remember as a child, we used to do soul train lines <laughs> down there in the new. <laughs> and she used to um be like, you know what, Keita, like you got a, a very unique way of how you dance. And so she came up with this dance and we came and it was live. I'm talking about baby. We was live back then. And she was just like always, if I'm fighting in this house, I could always go to her and have fun. So imagine me. And I always tell people like, I grew up in two different worlds because that's how I feel like I'm like one world. It was like, I'm getting beat on. But when I go over here with my sister, I knew couldn't nobody touch me. Touch me if you want to. I'm telling. My sister was on it. She was on your. She was on your heel. <laughs> oh my God. She definitely was. And um, and I really thank God for that because it was like a showing me like on a different point. Like, cause sometimes I used to pray, like, I didn't know what I was doing then, but I needed help. And I'm like, I need help. Cause these these people, they hit me and I don't like it. And then, like, one day I really, like, transformed and I started, like, going crazy. And it was like, you know, well, maybe we don't want to fight you no more. But I always tell people that because every scar on my face ain't never came from somebody outside of my family. Every scar on my face came from somebody in my family. Period. I mean, I even did my own scar, but that's neither here nor there. We talk about that a different day. Um, but I do want to say I thank the most high for, you know, my sister and... um I think of myself for doing inner child healing and guys, it really changed my life to the point where I started doing this inner child healing and I felt it. I felt it expeditiously. <laughs> and when I say expeditiously, I mean ASAP Rocky. Like the moment I went back, I healed from every situation. I really showed up for me the way how I wanted somebody to show up for me. And I forgave like everybody in that situation where it happened and different things like that. I really healed and I felt a lot better because I was like, but this makes sense. And 
it really changed my life. I felt that the moment I did that inner child healing, that was like, what, maybe like three and a half years ago. After I did that healing, this is what I mean by I felt it. After I did that healing, there was something in me that took place and it just snapped like that. And it was like, ooh. And I felt my inner child come alive like, I'm here. I was never gone, but I'm here. Thank you for saving me because I needed saved. I was just stuck right there because I was hurt because I felt like nobody was saving me in this world. And it was, I, I was just there by myself and people were just attacking me. And I never knew why they were attacking me. Like, what's the purpose behind them attacking me? And then when I started to look on it, look at it from an ancestral point, And I said, now I understand. And so I'm able to help other people heal this womb that a lot of people don't talk about. And that's very important. I'm telling you, I'm not going to lie to you. Inner child healing is very, very, very important. And when you target that, you target something magical inside yourself. I have an episode that um, I'm going to download um, I told you I got a lot of episodes on my Apple prescription. If you subscribe, please subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Um, where I'm going to upload some deeper questions that I asked myself during inner child healing. But I'm going to target the, the earliest childhood memorization um, part. Because a lot of people can do teen years, but a lot of people can't really touch... Um, they really don't know how to touch that early childhood and how to unlock some of those memorizations. And I got the code, baby. I got the recipe. When I say I got the recipe, <laughs> I got the sauce. No lie. Real saucy. And I want to make sure everybody tap in and know, like, it's okay. But as a woman... I remember the one thing my brother told me. Shout out to my brother, M.I. I remember one day he seen me on the block. I was in Price Hill. I would never forget it. I was on EB in uh, Warsaw, right there by White Castle. If you remember when White Castle used to be, you know what I'm talking about. And my brother walk up. I'm with my um, best friend and some people from the hood in uh, Everson. You know what I'm talking about? And he ain't hear me say nothing, but he heard the people around me talking like, man, I'll smack this girl, chip, chip, chip. And my brother said, politely in front of everybody. They keep it real. They, they keep it real because M.I. was always like, he was quiet, but he always spoke his peace. Man, my brother said, he looked at me, he said, Keita, why are you hanging out with women who hit women? Women are not supposed to be fighting. Why are you hanging out with these girls? You're not even like that. You weren't born like that for real. Stop hanging out with people when they do, don't represent you. They're not for you. These, this is not your crowd. Women, real women do not fight. And I feel like with him saying that to me, it was like he was trying to warn me at that time, but I was just around people who I felt like, you know, showed up for me when I needed it. And so I was just around them just to be around them. Not saying that, hey, you know, because I didn't do a lot of the stuff that they did. And what my brother was saying was, Keita, you're not even nothing like them. And once I take a 
look at look at what he was saying. Was he right? Kind of was. I'm nothing like some of the people I used to hang out with. Like I don't even think like we even like some of the same stuff. If I really take an inventory, like um, you know, uh, maybe you got a point. But I, I honestly want to let y'all know, doing inner child healing is very important. I know I kind of went off target with what I was saying when I started out, but I told y'all I was on a rant. But kind of ended with an inner child um, thing. But I want to let y'all know that um, make sure y'all um, tap into Apple and listen to the questions I asked myself during inner child healing around the first memorization that I felt really hurt me, um, different stuff like that. And, um, we'll dive a little bit deeper and y'all be like, Whoa, baby. Cause I asked those questions that a lot of people don't like to ask. Like if I ask you those questions, you'd be like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I went that deep. I hit questions where people never thought about them layers right there, baby. I pulled back that onion layer. Like, let's do that one. Oh, you liked it. That one. Let's, let's pull this other layer off. This onion. I'm all about transformation. I'm all about rebirth. Because, baby, sometimes you need a rebirth to be born into this beautiful butterfly that you're going to be, who you're supposed to be, um, the person you was destined to be. Make sure y'all pay attention because the person who you really are, who you're destined to be, she right there. She ready to be born. Or he ready to be born every single time. So, all right, guys, make sure y'all tap into the um, Pretty Red ENT show. And um, make sure y'all send me some love and light and onto the Pretty Red ENT show. I'm on IG, TikTok, Twitter. I don't know if I got a Twitter account, but I'm going to have to start one. Um, you know, make sure you just tap in. I'm also on Facebook, guys. Um, tap in, listen to me. Also, um, my website, the Pretty Red ENT show com. Um, make sure y'all really tap in and um y'all got questions, leave them for me. Um, I'm always thrilled to answer any questions. Y'all know I'm open and I'm honest and I don't care. Um, I wanna say that I love y'all so much. If no one told you they loved y'all today, baby, I love y'all. And just know. I send love and light out into the whole wide world and wishing y'all nothing but love. And I wish that the love that you really want and your higher love is seeking you. The same way you seeking it is seeking you. So I hope Cupid hit all y'all. All right. <laughs> That's it for the Pretty Red ENT show.